this is slightly awkward because the image that I had has gone. But we're here anyway. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Immaterial Gamers livecast on a Wednesday. Not the correct day that it should be going out, but what can you do? Let's 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 start with that. Actually, um, as you noticed, there's me, Ryan, and well, yeah, um, Steph misses me. Well, I miss you as well. Could you know really have a sort of co-host in this bit? But this screen saying inviting people will will have to do. Um, I don't know what initially happened to my. My little screen, uh, my little fall guy is not here, so um, that's that's an unfortunate thing. Maybe actually it's gone through ahead of something. Hold on, let me see if I can bring him back. No, no, okay. Oh, well, kind of. He he lives he lives here, and this is yeah. This is what's just gonna have to to do for for now. Aha. Got it. Sorted. So, um, yeah. Here's, here's how this has worked out. Unfortunately, badly for us. And the reason why you're just going to be hearing my voice for the next 30 to possibly 45 minutes, if I can get through this. Um, so, yeah. Podcast was originally supposed to go out, as it does, on a Monday. Um, due to a lot of scheduling ideas and the fact that Terry was due for his jab, he wasn't able to host it at a at a at the time that Stefan would be around who was going to co-host for him. So the jab happened and I decided I was going to try and take a week off because doing three on the bounce was not meant to happen and certainly four on the bounce wasn't meant to happen. Then Tuesday arrived and Terry was um what's the best way of saying this? uncontactable due to post-vaccine knockout. So it led to a situation where where uh, we got you for the next two. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'll read chat as it as it as it goes. Um so yeah so so Stefan ended up unfortunately being there on his own. I had already I'd already gone, so that wasn't happening, and like I say, Terry was, uh, for, for all intents and purposes, dead. Not actually dead, but in, in, in terms of hosting the podcast, it wouldn't happen. Uh, so it's led to today, um, and again, the same schedule issues of trying to organise people around. Everyone's busy. That's just just how that is. So I've just come back from work and am ready to and try and entertain um, and bounce off my fall guy friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Depends. It depends on the, if they turn up, and then I've got to be really, really quick and remove the fall guy so I can get the second person. Uh, if 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 possible, so uh, while that's happening, I'm just going to get on with it. 
we're going to move on with what's being played, and then I'll try and do a little bit of a, a longer news. And uh, you know what, I'm calling this one the Soapbox Podcast, because that just means anyone who does turn up and listens, because there's going to be no one to... Uh, well, Clank Fall Guy there is not going to be able to explain what's going on in the world of Blizzard and, you know, all that other stuff. So, um, yeah, it's the Soapbox Podcast. Hi. So, what's been played? Well, uh, Ryan, what have you played? Well, I'm glad you asked. Invisible user, unless unless Steph wants to type. What have you played, Ryan? May I give him a few seconds in order to do this? You know, it almost feels like the way that I'm doing this, it's like a DJ bed, except there's no one... There's no music playing, so it's not like, ah, oh, right, now, coming up forward is now song by artist. Ah. Uh, just to let everyone know, Steph played Warframe. Again. Still. Uh, new Nightwave. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a new Nightwave event out, which... Steph got wings, and he didn't even need to drink an energy drink for it. So, uh... You know, that that's how that works. So, myself, I've played Spin Rhythm. And anyone who's listened to any of the podcasts or watched any of the early streaming that we've done would be going, Ryan, you played Spin Rhythm months ago. And I'm like, no, I played Spin Rhythm XD months ago. That's the PC version. And there is a mobile app that was part of Super Spin's uh, contractual obligations uh, for for producing said games, so they have a mobile app that they co-produced with Habby called Spin Rhythm, a one-finger mobile version of Spin Rhythm XD. So anyone who's not knows what that game is, it's a rhythm game. Well, it's in it's in the title. That's to be expected. Um, where you've got a wheel on the bottom, and it's got segments and. <laughs> And Steph is also, I'll come back to Steph in a minute so he can he can bounce off that. Um, he's, uh, uh, yeah, so you've got a wheel, and it's got segments, red and blue. And then there's a track, because every rhythm game's got to have a track. Most rhythm games have to have a track. Um, and you have to match beats and bops and, and stuff like that to the wheel that you get to spin. Um... If you go and onto further difficulties, there'll be actual bits where you actually have to spin the wheel left or right, or you have to swipe the wheel in order to do a scratch, or um, there'll be little like tappy bits and beats that you've got to sort of push a different button to to do it. It's all to the tune of you know a lot of electronic music and dancey bops and 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 stuff like that, and and chip tune retro music and and the like. So, it's still in early access at the moment, uh, Spin Rhythm XD. Uh, it's due to go live in the next couple of months as an actual, you know, full release game, game, game. Next, though, or what they had to do on the side, and the reason why it's not out earlier than it is, is fulfilling this commitment to do a mobile game called Spin Rhythm, with no XD. And that plays, well similar to a point. So you've got to take into 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 let's try this again. You gotta you gotta take into account 
that you can't do all the actions that you would do on Spin Rhythm on your phone, especially if they're trying to fulfill a um, an idea of doing it that can be played with one hand or, or one finger. Um, so some of the, the, the bits or some of the bits that you have to do are made slightly easier uh, due to the fact that you're doing it on one finger. Um, and at that point, that also changes how the um, changes how the sort of gameplay of how you go from song to song goes. Because in Spin Rhythm XD, you had a song and you had various difficulty levels, and depending on how difficult you chose, it dependent um, determined how much of the song that you would play. Um, easier levels they were slightly truncated um, to try and progress you onto the harder difficulty levels in order to play the full songs. And they've changed that during design in early access on what difficulty levels or what's the minimum difficulty level before you play a full song based on how you go through that. Uh, Spin Rhythm, the mobile game, doesn't have that. Um, what it does do is... Hmm, what's the best way of saying it? It, it? it puts them into little challenge blocks. So you'll have you'll choose a song and you'll play a little segment of it that they call the intro, just to introduce you on how to do it, survive to the end, and you'll then load up the encore, which is a sort of another segment played, you know, a little bit more more difficult and add more little more features into it from there, survive the encore, and then you get the challenge mode, which gives you as close to as full of the song as you're going to get. And then you um, get all the way to the end of that, you've maxed out the song and everything's fine. plays exactly the same as normal spin rhythm. If you miss notes, you start losing HP, and if you run out of HP, you fail the song. Um, in the mobile version on that, HP doesn't regenerate compared to uh, XD, so it adds that sort of feature in, and it's got energy, and it's got it's got um, revives, just 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 like you you usually do, like every other mobile sort of game. What Spin Rhythm does different to XD is that they have a a mode, um, well I think it's just called it's like a DJ mode or something like that, where it will mix two songs together. So you'll then play half of one song and then half of another. Same sort of features, same limited HP, um, and, as you, and as you go through there. So I'm mostly enjoying it. Other than the fact that my big fat finger every now and again can just screw up uh, full clears that I would like to achieve. And yeah, um, you know, other than that, the you know there is a lot of ads. It's ad supported. It's microtransaction supported. If you're not fans of those, this isn't going to help. Um, they do have a an ability where you can just you know pay. I mean, it's a free app, as a lot of mobile games are. And then two two of your Great British pounds would turn off ads, or at least it would turn off ads in between things. There's still the old ad supported business of. Watch this advert to get double crystals, which are what you use to level up, or double coins, which you use to purchase new songs. I say new songs. It's the same. It's the same library of, or same soundtrack, 
in XD that is in the mobile game, except some of them you earn from leveling up, and some you earn from a combination of leveling up and spending coins, which persuades you to use the, the DJ Mix mode in order to play the game from there. So we move on to what Stefan's also played, uh, which he said he's been playing a game called Trading Legend, and it's a business building game for mobile. It's not an, not an AFK thing, I assume. I mean, I'd, 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 I'd have to check to see what we've got on this. Um, let's quickly check. Trading Legend. Uh, yes. It's a business sim. And that's uh, that's that's everything there there is from from what that looks like. Oh, just uh, have to see where we go on that. Let's have a let's have a quick look and just see if we can if we can learn where Steph gave us the 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 small small business for it. Let's see. Oh, this this looks exactly like what you would expect it. Serve custom. All right, okay. Almost looks like Fallout Shelter, but for in a in a Chinese period setting. And you looks like you just have to do the usual business of building businesses and and earning money. And you know this is great. This is this is what's Ryan not played. Let's let's have Ryan explain what he's not played as if he's played it. Yeah, that's a, that's a feature. Uh, there's a lot of guides and no 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 way that tells us how this is how you bloody play it though. So uh, yeah, that, that that looks like a like a thing. And like Steph said, the new night waves out, and at least I can explain that. A night wave in Discord, um, in Discord, in Warframe is a sort of a, like a seasonal event, um, in which you follow the trail of stories of an investigative DJ known by Nora Knight. Um, she sort of explains about big threats to the solar system and you as your warframes you go ahead and you do your missions as normal and you unlock bits of the story from there and the first like so, so like the first couple of series because they split into series and then in between each series there's an intermission where you just get sort of bonus stuff uh, for that now they had three series the wolf of saturn 6 which you know added a couple of mobs in every now and again to just get in the way of your your things um, your missions, the the emissary, which I don't actually remember because I don't, I didn't play it. I'll be fair. Uh, Glassmaker, which I felt was probably the biggest departure from all the rest. Um, so every time, or sort of every week or period of the of Nightwave, um, you would do like a first person investigation bit, where like the main enemy of the of the the series. Um, in this case, the glassmaker um, would sit there and taunt you while you then tried to figure out how he glassed, or killed effectively, each of these people that he was stalking. 
um, and ended in a giant boss fight with with mechanics and and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool, and I liked so I liked that. What I liked about series three of that is that if you missed out Nightwave, you could still fight the the big boss just as a sort of a, an extra node on the map. Uh, for you to do, all you need to do is just sort of buy something with creds during the intermission, and you could go ahead and do it. Um, so there's a there's a new um, there's a new Nightwave that is not mentioned on the Warframe wiki, which is usually kept up to date a bit better than this. <coughs> but uh, Let's see what what it's actually called. Nor ah, is this is this what it's called? Nora's choice. Yes. Okay. Nah, right. That's just seems to be seems to be it. <laughs> do do stuff as part of your normal nightwave, and you get random gifts that you can get from Nora. Eh, okay. Not not the not the biggest story that's come up, but uh, at least it's it's something different there. Um, so I think that's about the best of uh, what's being played as could be discussed at the moment. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to move to to news. Let's see, how long have we been running this podcast for? 15-20 uh, minutes, which is fine. What it does mean is I can just sit there and take my time and discuss some of the, the stories that have come out. So, last week, because we have to do with a a feature that I'm not going to do a sing-song voice for because it would be highly inappropriate, um, but we'll call it the um, the what the fuck has happened with Blizzard update for for the week. So um, when you last left us, uh, let's have a look. I'll check our news feed on our Discord, and yeah, where we'd last left it. Uh... Oh yeah, we had uh, we had. Oh, I've forgotten her name. The, as Kataka would call her, the torture apologist. Uh, yeah, that's it. Fran Townsend. That's her name. Um, had been blocking employees on on um, on Twitter who were critical of her reposting an article called "The Problem with Whistleblowing." Uh, so it didn't didn't exactly work out very well in terms of her. Uh, trying to defuse the situation of Blizzard by outright baiting people into getting blocked. So, you know, that didn't work. Uh, what happened after the podcast is that she's um, got rid of her Twitter account altogether. So, you know, as an executive, um, as a public-facing executive, making sure that you don't get contacted whatsoever seems to be the biggest uh, thing to do from that. But then... A day after we did the podcast, so that we did the podcast on Monday last week. One day after, and the bigger news at Blizzard that had happened at that point was their president, uh, J. Allen Brack, left. Uh, resigned with immediate effect, and is moving on to bigger and brighter things, uh, apparently. Well... We say that, bigger and brighter things. We don't know whether he was actually forced out or pushed out or just looked at the better thing and went, this is this is untenable for me, I've got to leave. But he left. Um, so, I mean, Brack was there for the entire of the shitstorm that's happened with Blizzard over the past two years, three years. 
from the whole do you not have mobile phones Diablo Immortal incident to his lacklustre apology regarding the Blitzchung uh, Hong Kong independence issue that happened during a Hearthstone tournament and well of course he was still around during the investigation by California's Department of Fair Housing and Employment and and la 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 his way through through that investigation as well so not surprising is it big news well it's, it is big news is it news that changes what's happening at Blizzard no no still getting sued still getting investigated this has not placated anyone in fact it just seems to be it's a bit like the Ubisoft stuff from the year before and the right stuff from the year before that of right who's the biggest public face public facing person that we can just shove out the door to make you not think badly of us and buy our games exactly the same the, the cycle has continued it's it's going to be no it's going to be no different um what was slightly different in there in that uh, blizzard are now have replaced the CEOs, it's now joint CEOs, or presidents, um, Jen O'Neill and Mike Ibarra, are co-heads of Blizzard. In there, so uh, Jen O'Neill has been part of Vicarious Visions, who did the updated, you know, the rebooted Crash and Spyro stuff, and Crash Team Racing, and hopefully in the near future Crash Bash. Yeah. You know, some people like that game. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying now, Blizzard, I know you won't see this. Or, like, Activision, I know you won't see this. And I know we're taking, you know, we're, we're saying this. Crash Team, uh, Crash Bash, thank you. Well, sort out, sort out your house first. Get yourself sorted. Don't actually sort it out by just getting your cleaner crew of your lawyers, Wilma Hale, to just union bust everyone out there. Sort it out properly, get everything back in, regain, you know, customers and fans' faith, then crash bash, yeah? It's not going to happen, is it? No, it, 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 it won't happen, but, you know, one could one could dream. Uh, so, yeah, that, that happened on the Tuesday last week, and then recently, then, you know, stuff's been a bit iffy, you know, Employees are still looking at whether they are going to do another boy, uh, like a boycott, actually this time, and an actual like full-on strike as opposed to the regular, um, the regular walkouts that they're planning on doing, and have already done one of. But according to Axios, who uh, just pick up stories regarding, you know, news. <laughs> they're an American news site I don't know much of them I think the last time I remember Axios was a interview between sort of a journalist and Donald Trump in the White House that was awkward and um, yeah it was big for that and I just do, do remember watching a bad lip reading video which um, obviously took the mick out of that particular interview um, but journalist uh, oh god Brian get this get this right please uh, Megan Farukmanesh, please say that was right, 
um, broke out an exclusive on the 10th of August, so that was yesterday, so be thankful that, um, you know, if we, we can be thankful of any delays that have happened in regards to the podcast, at least that's the reason uh, that we can do that. Um, yeah, so it's one thing for your employees to say, right, your responses to everything's inadequate, we're walking out. Um, it's, it's, it's another thing for heads that are not the heads that need to roll, saying this is inadequate, uh, this is unacceptable. People always say hit hit a company where it really, really hurts them, and that's the money, the finances. So that had already sort of happened. That was something else that had come up, um, that shareholders at Activision are, all, are planning to sue the company uh, for overinflating stock. Pretty simply, just the 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 idea of sort of falsely getting shareholders to put money into the company, knowing that this this situation regarding the harassment, you know, disparities in gender, sex, race, and the sexual abuse, you know, kept that under under the rug to just say, please invest in our company. We make multi millions of pounds because we don't pay any tax. Um, that's not, that's also confirmed news, by the way. There's, I mean, I could just throw the word allegedly everywhere, but according to Axios, I'll I'll get there eventually. A shareholder group called SOC Investment Group are also not happy with Activision's and Bobby Kotick's response and usage of the lawyering uh, the law firm Wilma Hale in regards to sorting out the shitstorm that's happened and has been there since let's be honest since the early 2010s and was only investigated in 2018 so um yeah so there was we'll, we'll take some quotes from the Axios article here from the SOC executive director Dieter Weisnegger they really get me with the names this this podcast is just yeah, it's just happened. So um, it was it was shared, and yeah, they, the questions there. No changes have been announced or proposed that would in any way alter the current process for filling vacancies, either to the boards of directors or to senior management. Basically, you're not solving the the you know the the equal opportunities diversity issue. You're still doing everything internally and you know screwing everyone over. Um, no changes have been announced in regards to executive pay, uh, either with respect to clawing back compensation from executives who have found to have engaged in or enabled abusive practices, or to align executive with equity goals. Kotick articulated. Yeah, the, the, if you really do have time to have a read, you can you can read you can read Bobby Kotick's "I'm sorry" statement online. There's you know, there's a there's a there's a lot going there, but yeah, there's the idea of. You know, generally, if you if you can push people out the door and they can resign, regarding to or instead of actually firing them like they did with the former Quest and narrative designer Alex Afrasabi, Afrasiabi, yeah, Afrasiabi, um, who turned out was fired for the sexual abuse and the, not sexual abuse, the, the the sexual harassment issues that everyone had already knew had happened and just let slide and yeah the reason he was quietly fired at that point was because this was coming up 
So, yeah, that didn't work out well either. And then the announced review by Wilma Hale is deficient in a number of ways. This firm has a sterling reputation as a defender of the wealthy and connected, but it has no track record of uncovering wrongdoing. The lead investigator does not have in-depth experience investigating workplace harassment and abuse, and the scope of the investigation falls, uh, fails to address the full range of equity issues Mr. Coddick acknowledges. Uh, yeah, basically, we don't like the lawyers you brought in, because this is going to do more harm than good. And, I mean, let's let's be honest to think of it. We know we know the bottom line. We know we know these these investors and shareholders are not they're not fully out here for making everything all right in the world again. They're not all rainbow full, you know, filled unicorn cupcakes and, and everything like that. At the end of the day, they don't want to be losing money that they've invested in because of a shitstorm that was not of their own being and losing out of money for it. At the end of the day, it does come down to money, but yeah, maybe it does say something a little bit different when investors are going, right, hold the fuck on. You need to you need to sort this out. So, yeah, that's exactly how that should be. And so, yeah, so SRC are basically calling on on Blizzard to do exactly what the employees at Blizzard have asked for in regards to making sure diversity is there. Um, in addition, they say they, um, excuse me, the money the money that you give to these executives that didn't deserve it because they caused all this crap in the first place, um, you know, living the life of Riley somewhere else, that needs to go back. And uh, then an actual an actual review of practices at the company that's not bringing in the lawyers to shut everyone up at that point they're not really lawyers are they they're, they're, they're cleaners if you if you were to if you were to put it towards like i don't know organized crime then yeah it'd be it'd be closer to cleaners just make everything disappear just get off off the side off the side. So uh, yeah, so that's the um, the what the fuck has Blizzard been up to catch up for the week. And if anything else comes up, we'll discuss it on next podcast. So that's that's that. So move on to other news, and I do I do like this one. I like the I like the one that I'm going to discuss in a minute. I'll talk about the other one, the other other big news in a minute. So we all know what people love Riot for. When you when you get out of the you know the issues that have you know that, that have come up in regards to Riot's own practices, um, you know what people what people love Riot for is well, League of Music. They they love their music. Um, you know in regards to the games and the fact that Riot Games now can actually say they are Riot Games and not Riot Game, you know is is a thing. But everyone loves music, and Riot Music Group are very good for their music between the 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 whole KDA blow up that happened and you know true damage and sort of the sort of longer form music pieces to go with their video content and events that are happening across their their games. They're very good. But what everyone remembers about Riot Music before they were as such was Pentakill. The heavy metal band uh, that that would do 
you know, every they would do songs based off items in game and, and stuff like that, you know, led by led by lead vocalist Carfus uh Yorick. The drummer of Olaf. Mordekaiser playing bass sonar on, on heavy metal harpsichord. And and then recently um, bringing in a, an additional vocalist in the form of Kale. <laughs> so, what they have teased as of this morning, according to Dot Esports, is that there may be a, um, well, there's a, there's a vague graphic uh, that come up, and it just says, a 9th or the 8th of September 2021. Hashtag Return of Legends. Hashtag three. So people have, have, have took that into account because Pentakill have, as a as a band, band, got two albums, Pentakill one, Pentakill two. So seeing hashtag three kind of pretty much gives it away that uh, now yeah, there's going to be a new heavy metal Pentakill album out, possibly. Um, Dot Esports said that uh, creative director Christian Link um, said they'll be in March last year though, uh, saying there'll definitely be another Pentacle album that features original music and 10 songs or so now if that comes out I mean, we're going to have to wait for uh, I don't know, a month <laughs> for for, the, for that to happen what I would love is that there is a another character coming out so generally characters in League of Legends get revealed in terms of a, a theme. And this year's theme was Rumination, to deal with the whole Rumin King event, with Viego and Akshan, um, Gwen. And then there is a there is another there is a Yordle coming out. The Gloomy Mage Vex or Hex? I think it's Vex. I'll just I'll just double check that. Yeah it's it's Vex. Vex the Gloomy Mage. Um, who did appear in the Sentinels of Light event and is also due to be released in September. But what I would really love is if they immediately get Vex in as a member of Pentakill. Now, if, if you're going to line these up, if Vex is due to come out in mid-September and the Pentakill album is due to come out in September, well, teased to come out in September, then, um, yeah. Vex, Vex playing flute. I don't, I don't know. Can you, can you do heavy metal flute? Maybe something to think about. Can easily do that. Heavy metal flute. Get in touch. So uh, that's that. And then there's one other bit of news that'll come up. And you know what? This is, this is good at the moment. Thirty-six minutes. Yeah, we can get to forty minutes. That's easy enough. Maybe because I could also do this as a, as an artist. I would love to for people to do this but uh yeah so it is video game related so last year as a joke me and steph went and saw sonic the hedgehog on valentine's day no before that's even questioned no it was funny we enjoyed the film it was all right for a video game for a video game movie it was good i enjoyed it so, of course, there was going to be a sequel. And they teased it at the end. You know, 
it's all this little buddy cop road trip happened and then Sonic lives happily ever after and everything's great and then out of a ring portal comes Tails. Because of course Tails does. Um, what they also announced at that point is that Knuckles was going to be an- announced as a character that would appear in the sequel. And the last time we saw Echidnas was at the beginning of the film where they all uh, drew arrows into an owl surrogate mother figure. Well, I didn't, I didn't say it was all family-friendly, did I? So, uh, yeah, the, the, there's um, a certain actor teased on their Instagram yesterday a picture of a white glove with red fur and two knuckles sticking out of it to say that they were going to be playing... Uh, well, basically, to be that they were going to be playing Knuckles, or the voice of Knuckles, in the next film. With the caption, Knock Knock. And that actor, who seems to be absolutely everywhere these days, is Idris Elba. Is there a film that Idris Elba will not do? I mean, he's just come off being in The Suicide Squad, taking over Will Smith as as character Bloodsport. I mean, he didn't take over Will Smith, because he was... <sighs> right. Will Smith was Deadshot in the original Suicide Squad, and Idris Elba takes on the other character, Bloodsport, because they wanted to keep Deadshot just in case Will Smith decided he wanted to come back and didn't have, you know, shooting issues. Or marital issues. Or issues. So, uh, yeah. So we've got Idris Elba playing Knuckles, and I'm just trying to think in my head who would have also who could have also played the character who could also voice that. I mean, to be honest, I didn't have an I didn't have a fucking clue who would have voiced it in the first place. I thought they would have got I don't know Nolan North, the you know the usual the usual voice actors. No, no, no. Let's let's actually get let's get Idris in. That 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 seems to work. I mean, based on that point, who else could we have, we could have got there? We could, I mean, we could have got John Cena to go in. Michael B. Jordan could have made a Knuckles. Um, I mean, you know, absolutely everyone. But yeah, yeah, looking looking forward to that. Now we might make it another funny bet. Oh, what could have worked quite nicely, Martin? Yeah, actually, oh yeah, yeah, that would have worked. John Cena, yeah, yeah, just having yeah having John Cena as Knuckles. Coming in, just going. You can't see me, and then you know, boom. But I think he's too—he's too—he's too busy, like filming absolutely everything under the sun as well. He's—he's he's just come off Fast Nine, The Suicide Squad, and also his character, um, Peacemaker, is also having his own spin-off series. And this was before this—this this, this was announced and fully set up for a season of six episodes before, um. Before the Suicide Squad even released, so you know that's a thing. So uh, yeah, if you're looking, if you're looking to get a, I mean, I'd actually like to see how is if if Elba is going to do his American accent that he started off when like everyone watched him in The Wire. Was it The Wire or was it The Shield or was it The Shield? I don't know. Hold on, Idris. See, see, I don't watch all Elba stuff. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, he was Luther. Ah, uh, the wire. It was the wire. 
See, I should have a lot more faith in myself um, in regards to in regards to that. So yeah, that's that's basically the gaming news that we've got for that and for this week. So what we'll do is we'll take this into into wrap up. What I'll what I'll say is we've not done it for a while. We'll just discuss what we're actually doing on Immaterial Games from there, because there has been a lot of change since you know in the past in the past couple of months uh, in regards to sort of our priorities on where we're going uh, forward from there. And anyone who does you know or has recently joined us probably go, what the hell did we do and what were we doing for three years before we eventually decided that Twitch was the right idea? So we're let's players and podcasters and. Um, we look to do other stuff on the idea of maybe doing video essays and and other challenges. We like to do something called the video game challenge, where uh, generally I open my big fat mouth, say I can do something, proceed not to do it, and then everyone laughs while I do some punishment. Um, that's that's due to come up at that point. I do need to organise with Darius and practice a music video so I can break it, because that, that failed. Um, but what I also am looking to do, we did discuss it in um, video game challenge code name cutscene countdown. That as 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 Stefan had won, oh, hello, <laughs> hello, um, autofocus. Thank you because I was just leaning down for a second. You decided you couldn't see my face, so <laughs> thank you for that. Um, yeah, Stefan as the winner of cutscene countdown was going to become a host of a video game challenge himself so i do need to discuss that with him um but what we're looking doing what we do at the moment so we seem to be live streaming at this point generally providing nothing all falls over five days a week uh thursday through thursday friday saturday sunday monday yeah thursday through monday um and a lot of the the, the stuff that's being streamed is taking over what we used to do as Let's Play series on YouTube. So we had we had a play session, which is our group stream, where we just play party games or multiplayer games or anything that we deem funny, or we could play, you know, do what we did last week and play a single player game together. Because that that happens. I mean, that was stre- stretching into better together territory, which is another series. The the siblings, Duncan and Andrea, um, play long form generally it's like long form RPGs single player RPGs as a as as a pair and just do do what they need to do. And then when they get bored of that and they actually like to compete with each other, they also do sibling rivalry, which uh again sort of mano a mano or gamer a gamer fights in anything because this happened they played Pokemon Bingo. Um they tried to outdate each other in monster prom uh recently they actually did a fighting game um it was a blaze blue game and and most recently pokemon showdown just used a web app and just like well let's just pick up six of our favorite pokemon in a theme and we'll just kick the shit out of each other so so that happens there and then i do going rogue and rpn going rogue is not generally my idea it's just that no one else has played a roguelike game yet and rpn is me and occasionally a co-pilot uh, going through RPGs through there as well. It's almost like Better Together, but but, but not quite. 
Um, then Terry, every now and again, does survival or crafty, or as he's been doing recently, X4 space sims, um, whenever he damn well pleases. That's how that works. Better Together has been going on as a series, but has also been going live. Um, there's been some testing on that. They're currently playing. Well, they've sent me stuff for Persona 5 because that's still going and will probably be going for the next four years yet. Um, and also currently playing the new World Ends With You game. Neo, the World Ends With You. Or if you've not got time, uh, Neo Twee. Uh, what else have we got? I've actually got any regular ones on that. Of course, there's the podcast, which you know, if you do see this later, we can we can talk about that. Um, but we are like planning to do some more stuff. I'm still, and I'm, I want to do it. I just need to get people on board with it. Um, looking to do a sort of review series of the upcoming League of Legends Arcane animated series. When it comes out on Netflix, and I don't know if it's going to come out as as one big chunk, and we just do a, an entire series review, and it's just one and done, or if we just go through each episode one at a time, however many there are, once a week. So that's that's an idea. We'll try it again because we did try it with uh, Shattered Reflections, and we could still bring that back. Um, so it'd be nice to see if there's like a timer that we could do it. If like you know, uh, another series of Black Mirror actually happened. Um, but then again, knowing knowing how Netflix is with Black Mirror, it could have already dropped yesterday and no one was told as part of one of their weird experiments. So, you know, that's that's the thing. Um, so yeah, so that's what we're, we're, we're planning to do. And the more that we can sort of get a, a, a viewer base and a community, we can, we can do that. Um, so what I am going to do on there at that point is wrap the podcast up by explaining how you can join us as a, as a community. So I'll talk about it as if we were on YouTube first. So if you're on YouTube and you see this video, thank you for watching and getting this far. Believe me, it's been an experience. Um, you can give us a, a subscribe on YouTube and you can just check the description below for our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash immaterialgamers, which you're also... If anyone is watching this live, is also seeing now. Um, but if you want to be notified about when we do go online for for any of these uh, weird, wild Twitch streams that we do, um, yeah, you can give us a follow. And with your notifications, as long as you turn smart notifications off, you'll be notified when we go live. So that'll be that'll be cool. And you can say hi, and uh, we can have a chat through there. If you do want to support us on a financial side, you can give us a subscriber on Twitch. Yeah, all the usual tiers are there, depending on where you're from. Can be cheap, can be cheerful. Any anything to go with that will help us improve and you know improve the setups that we're doing, and we'll just go straight towards making sure we can give it a better experience for everyone who's watching, and you know we can then sort of work on on other projects from there. All our social medias are on both the YouTube and the Twitch. So we have the Facebook, we've got the, 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 the Twitter, there we go, I know it, and an Instagram, which we occasionally remember still exists. So uh, that's that's a thing as well there. And if you're listening to this, or if you want to listen to it, we are available on Amazon, 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We have an RSS feed where you can just download them if you want. And uh, like I say, occasional episodes appear on other places. Like There's still that one episode that appeared on iHeartRadio. We never signed up to iHeartRadio, but it ended up on there. Um, probably just got caught in the RSS feed. Just how it is. But uh, yeah, oh, we're at 50 minutes. Give or take a couple of minutes, so I'm going to wrap this up. I've said that already, but what can you do? I'm going to go now. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, or night, or wherever you are. And we'll be back. Let's think. Whenever we damn well please. So, have a good one. We'll see you soon.